You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. My name is Courtney. My name's Allison. Are you okay? I'm a little unsteady. And this is Courtney and Allison, and this is The Double X-Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X-Files, but it's mostly about, like, what's going on in our own lives, right, Allison? Yeah. So, Allison, what's going on in your life right now? I have vertigo now. <laughs> oh, my poor sweet baby brother. It's difficult. It's really bad, huh? Yeah, I don't love it. No, it's not great. Um, So, Allison texted me, what, yesterday, a couple days ago? Yeah. Who, uh, and you just, like, couldn't stop the world spinning. No, it's, it's very bad. But I taught gen- you. Generally very bad. I taught you the maneuver. Yeah, you taught me the maneuver to do, to make me feel better. <laughs> Is it working? Because I don't know, you're a little bit off. <laughs> we'll see. We're also, this might be a little bit weird, guys, because we're actually, for the first time, not laying down, reclining on my marital bed. We're sitting up. Like big boys. Like like professionals. <laughs> and that the only reason for that is that if I lay down, I get the spins. <laughs> Which isn't funny. That's really bad. Yeah, no, I mean it's not a lot of fun and I <laughs> So if we like if, if the sound suddenly goes like really quiet, it's because Allison is like leaning over somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, friends. This is season three, yeah. episode 21, mm-hmm. Avatar. Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar. We watched the whole seven-hour movie about the blue people. Uh, what did you learn about the blue people, Allison? Um, they're just like us, but uh, they're blue. And a little bit more sexy. Yeah, they are sexier than us. Like, the, I wasn't expecting the six nipples. Yeah. And also, like, I was confused by the big furry feet. The big furry clown feet. Yeah. Mm, mm, yes, yes. How could they find shoes that fit them? Well, they don't need them because they live in the forest. Yeah, I guess so, I guess so, I guess so. Mm. Um, so that's enough of our Avatar podcast. Let's go to the other Avatar uh, this of one. the X-Files. <laughs> Why don't you read the description? Okay, season three, episode 21, the Netflix description. Uh, Skinner becomes the prime suspect in the murder of a prostitute. Now, we were very worried. We thought we were in a hella trouble, you guys. Yeah. We th- I thought this was going to be Excelsior's day bad. Yeah, I thought it was going to be really offensive and really bad and just, like, just very awful. But we had, like, it was good. It's kind of a hoot to watch. I kind of really liked it. It had some classic, like, X-Files tricks that they like to play on us, yeah. but, but overall, I did have a good time watching this episode. Now, was that because it... Did not have a lot of Mulder or Scully in it. Uh, yes. Yes. Because it was not focused on them. And, and I it, didn't have to care about what they cared about. And, and it was focused on our our favorite character of the whole series. I think we need to establish that. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely the truth. Walter Robo Dick Skinner. Yeah, and if, you know, if he hadn't proven it before this episode, he definitely oh, proved it now. Oh, my God. Um, there were a little bit of problematic things, but it, it, there was not... Victim blaming. Yeah, that was nice. And if you have a 
if you have a, a plot centered around a dead sex worker, it could have easily gone very, very, very wrong and very bad. But yeah, it was it was okay. We were okay with it. Yeah. So kudos, X Files. Yeah, like hey, you did some shitty stuff, but you didn't do the shittiest. Stuff. You didn't do the shittiest stuff that I was expecting you to do. So yeah. Awesome. Uh, I do want to establish, I think I get at least a half a point. Oh, do you remind me about what you uh, predicted? So I predicted that um, Avatar was going to be Skelly, uh, there was going to be some serial killing of sex workers oh, yeah. around the United States of America, and Skelly was going to go undercover. Now, Skelly did not go undercover, but there was uh, a murder of a sex worker. I'll give you a half point. Nice. I think we're tied. Are we? What are we I think tied it's 3-3. Three, three. Is it 3-3? Three, three? Okay. Yeah, in case you guys haven't listened to other episodes, guys, we, at the end of each episode, predict what happens next. Mm-hmm. Now, it is episode 21, and between us, I think we have three points each. Yeah. Which means, together, we have predicted correctly three whole, or no, six whole episodes. Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> we're doing our best. We're doing our best. I got a half point. I want to do, I want to predict, uh, <laughs> I do want to point out that I went lowball with this, yeah. and that's how I got a half point. Yeah, that is, I did have to convince you to go lowball, yeah, too. Yeah, so I think that's what we should do from now on. We should just think of the worst thing we possibly could. The worst can. thing we should, the most offensive thing we could, and then just kind of bring it up a notch, <laughs> and then that's what we should predict. Okay. Uh, so, whoever wins this prediction war gets, I don't know, food prizes? Well, I think we talked about uh, this particular season yeah. being Voodoo Donuts. Oh, yeah. On our, our big... Trip to the old Our P land. Big, oh, P, excuse me, because uh, it starts with a P. It's P land. No, P is, land? That, are, is that are you not penis? But penis? No, no. I meant more like port. Oh, port, port land. Port land. Oh yes, yes. We're going on a podcast. I would say a uh, trip to podcast mecca. Yes. Portland, and uh, at the end of our season, and I think whoever wins gets to buy the other person. No, the person who loses gets to buy the winner. Donuts. Yes. Voodoo donuts. Voodoo donuts. So I hope I win. I hope I win. Well. I guess that's why it's like a thing. Is that I guess we that's, both want it's a, it. It's that's a, what the. The listeners are on the edge of their seat. <laughs> Who is going to win? Oh my god. Don't shart yourself, guys. Ugh. Okay, let's start going that's through this. That's my it is. We'll talk about your fart timing later <laughs> this episode, because there was a really good one. I did really nail it. I mean, guys, we don't usually talk about farts <laughs> or butt stuff. Um, never, actually. Never. We try to keep it really clean. We, we This is going to be one of the only explicit podcasts that we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Okay. Now, this dropped a fucking... An immediate bomb. Just an immediate, just a fucking, oh my god. Guys, Skinner has a wife. Yeah. And so he's in the office, in the lawyer office, and he's... His lawyer wants to him to send the divorce papers, and he ha- he's having a really hard time with it. Um, gosh, how do we read this? How is this part... Can this be part of our mythos? Well, I mean, I feel like it kind of could work in nicely. You know, the problem he's having is that, like, he, you know... He has this wife, and they were happy for a long time, and then suddenly he gets into this daddy service. Yes, yes, the daddy service. Now, and if, at first it's just a job. First it is just a job. Now, if you are not, have not been listening to our giant mythos, um... We gotta... Guys, we have a really, <laughs> really 
big mythos. I think you guys need to start a Wikipedia or something, <laughs> a double X Wikipedia, because we got a lot of layers. <laughs> a do. lot of layers. Like so, a freaking trifle. Let me see if I can get that. <laughs> Sweet gay trifle. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can get this straight. Okay. Um. So, Mulder needs a boyfriend. Yes. And it, Skinner is applying for that position. Mm-hmm. But I think they kind of broke up. Remember when they kind of yeah, broke up? Yeah, they definitely broke they up. They definitely broke up. And then uh, Skinner got shot in, in the, the dick. dick. Yeah. And now he has a robot dick. Yes. Um, so during that sex scene, you could hear that robot dick It was go. very much like, whirr, click, 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 click. It actually kind of sounded like a modem starting up. <laughs> connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. He had to plug it in, though. It was, it was the 90s, so he had to connect to the Ethernet. Yeah. But then his mom was on the other line, so he's like, Mom, get off. <laughs> mom, I'm trying get to... off the phone! I'm trying, to, I'm trying to connect to the Internet. What? What? Mom, you know what happened to my dick. <laughs> God, I love dial-up. Yeah, you gotta. Gotta dial up that dick. Anyway, that's our mythos in a nutshell. More or less, yeah. More or less. Um, so... It, I mean, color me surprised that mm-hmm. Mulder is actually the side piece. Yeah, I know. Like, this whole time. So, apparently, they have been, Skinner and his wife have been on the rocks for about eight months. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. So, like, Mulder's been a side piece for, like, a couple years. Yeah. So, I think that's what's leading to the marriage kind of breaking up. Oh. Is, you know, at first, Skinner took this job, you know, as a freelance daddy. Yeah. Um, and he... Courting, courting Mulder. Courting term, Mulder. Yes. And, you know, originally, it was just a job for him. It, it was just a job, And yes. then it became more. And then it became more, and then he started to think about it. And then he's like, damn. 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 The maybe, shorty. Damn. Maybe this should be my 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 full-time job. Yeah, maybe he's not a side piece. He Maybe he's the main piece. Uh, ooh. And then and then they kind of broke up. I forget why they broke up. Um, uh, I remember that Mulder hit Skinner, or vice versa. Oh, yeah, there was a punch. A, yeah. There was a punch involved. It was done. It was done. A punch. Mulder did a hit. Mulder did a hit. Guys. And, uh, on Skinner, which on Skinner, you shouldn't do. Which you shouldn't do. So, um, that's how they broke up. And maybe that's why he, Skinner's thinking about getting back together with his estranged wife. Yeah, and that's why he's having such a hard time signing the papers. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I feel that this has cleared off our mythos. Yeah. Good. I hope this isn't someone's first episode. <laughs> Tough shit. Tough shit. Listen to all our other episodes and build that mythos yourself. Anyway. He now, says, uh, he says yeah. to his lawyer, don't lawyer me, Jane. Which started off the episode on a great note for me. Because I was like, <laughs> hilarious. It was very good. Um, so, Skinner goes to a restaurant. His favorite one, I think. He frequently has, like, dinners by himself. Yes. Because he is, is a... Is the same place? I think it's the same oh. place as where he went before. Where he got his dick shot off. Yeah, where, where they shot his dick clean off. <laughs> I remember. Um, and a woman comes, a very well-dressed woman. Ha- she has Meg Ryan hair, mm-hmm. as everyone did back then. And... It was, um, it was the law. It was the law. It was the 1993 law. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was a, like a kid back then. I was a, you know, teenager, budding teenager, budding Courtney... And I had to have that hair. I have Meg Ryan hair now because I'm just so afraid. I actually do too. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. I'm oh no. getting a haircut tomorrow, okay. so don't worry. 
<laughs> oh no, the Meg Ryan police is gonna get now, us. Now, I thought the law in 1993 was Jude. Jude? What do you mean Jude? Jude Law. It was a joke. Oh. It did not go well. <laughs> Just because I don't... I don't... I... If you were to tell me there was one white male actor in the world, I would believe you. Yeah, that's fair. Because they all look the same to me. <laughs> Guys, what did Jude Law do in the 90s? Oh, See? boy. Yeah, you... Guys, it's one thing to bomb in front of people, but it's another thing to bomb in front of the only other person you're hosting a <laughs> podcast with. And then she starts asking you difficult questions. <laughs> yes. What movie was Jude Law in? Um. <laughs> oh, you realize? Boy. Oh my god, is Jude Law real? Is he a figment of our imagination? Does he really exist? Does he really exist? Can you name any movie he's no. in? No, no, I can't. No. Was he in The Goonies? No. No? Was he in The No. He was in uh, uh, Toys with Robin Williams. Was that movie real? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to need your help here. Um, is Jude Law real? Can you tweet us at the Double X Files your favorite Jude Law movie? Yeah. If it exists. If it even exists. Because maybe that's a figment of our imagination. We Maybe we've been Truman'd. Truman'd? Truman'd, showed, yeah. Where, uh, wherein it's just a false reality. And if you listen to this and then you think, oh, but my favorite movie with Jude Law in it is... Oh, oh my God. Oh, no, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, God. He, do- right. he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. Uh, if that happens to you, please contact us. We will feel better. Maybe it's the, you know, that Bernstein Bear? Oh. Bernstein Bear? Yeah. Where everyone thinks it was spelt one way and then it wasn't. Maybe we all think Jude Law exists, but he really doesn't. That is, to me, so plausible. We live in a Jude Law alternate dimension. <laughs> where he does not exist, but everyone thinks he does. It's like that Sinbad movie where he was a genie. Yeah, that's not what... <clears throat> okay, anyways. Um, now, I will say the levels in this bar are very bad. They're very bad. We could not hear them. Uh, but also, what we could hear is uh, Skinner just pop a nut. Oh, yeah. Just burst it. He... Oh, boy. Um... When I saw Walter Skinner have sex with a woman, and he, um, I think he conscribes to the uh, sexual act as if he was a snake. Mm, yeah, he just tries to swallow her whole. He, his lips engulfed hers. Yeah. And it made me a little bit nauseous. It was very animalistic. It was very, and he got really sweaty. Yes. We got, saw his sweaty back. Yeah. And we saw his O-face. We did. We saw him nut, and it was a lot to take in. It was, it was a lot to take in. Oh, no! <laughs> That's really Ugh. gross. Yeah, that is gross what you just said. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. But then what is also fucking intense was he has this weird, like, thing where he's having sex with a beautiful lady, mm-hmm. and then he's like, oh, I'm gonna nut! And then he opens his eyes, and it's like... She's an old. She's an old. And she's like, yeah! <laughs> well, I mean, she didn't... She wasn't witch. That's was the best witch laugh I've ever it? done in it my life. It was very, very, very good. <laughs> Can I tell you a witch story? Yes! Um, I, when I was very little... I was part of an elementary school, which was, like, junior K to grade 13. Mm-hmm. It's a very small school. And every year we did a play. And each class... Oh, sorry. 
Rewind. Did you say junior K to... 13. I was in Ontario. Age 13. No, grade 13. You had a grade 13? Yeah. In in, uh, Ontario. Mm -hmm. Okay. And junior kindergarten, too. It took me 20 minutes to wrap my head around that. (laughs) Continue. Yeah, we had junior... uh, Grade 13 existed in Ontario until, like, I don't know, 10 years ago? Oh. Yeah. I had just pre-K through 12. Well, BC didn't have grade 13. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, because I never did it. No, I didn't either. I was in New Hampshire, but yeah, grade 13. It was basically, grade 13 is a prep for university. Grade 13 sounds like the name of what my dream is that I have all the time. (laughs) When I'm suddenly back in high school and I have to pass courses and I'm like, I have graduated and I have a degree and I have a job and you cannot make me do this. That is grade 13. Anyway, my witch story. Yes, please. I'm so, sorry. Uh, one year we were doing Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And so each class, junior kindergarten to grade 13, had one part of the Wizard of Oz story to do. Mm-hmm. And we had the munchkins because mm-hmm. we were kindergarten. Yeah. And, and junior kindergarten. And they, <laughs> the teacher asked my best friend, Terry Caton, if she wanted to be a witch. Mm-hmm. And Terry Caton says, yes, I'll be a witch. And then I said, oh, I'll be a witch, too. I want to be the witch, too, very, very loudly, stepping on Terry's lines, basically. I said, I have a witch costume and everything. And the teacher gave it to me because I had the witch costume, but I didn't have the witch costume. Mm -hmm. I lied. And I borrowed it from Terry Caton. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're awful. Can I tell you a story of, like, the reverse? Yes. Okay, when I was in 12th grade, yeah, uh, I was, I wanted to be a budding thespian. A, a lesbian? No, a, th- a thespian. Okay. Um, that comes later. That comes later. Uh, and um, so we were doing Peter Pan, and I wanted so badly to play Peter Pan, and I had a pair of bright green corduroy pants. And I felt that you were a budding thespian. Yes. And I felt that above all else, that qualified me (laughs) to play Peter Pan. It does. It did not. My best friend got the part. Oh, now, did they borrow your corduroy pants? They did not. They wore green tights. Oh, see, yeah, the tights is the way to go. And I played Toodles. Who the The fuck is... The lost boy. Who the fuck is Toodles? (laughs) Did they write that part into you? No. Oh, boy. That was the exact reverse. I know! You got courtney I got courtney so hard. <laughs> I was just a really bad... Like, I lied all the time as a kid. All the fucking time. And then some, when I would get caught yeah. in my lies, I would just, like, oops. <laughs> what? what? Oops. What? I remember, like, going around my class, like, in kindergarten and grade one and grade two, telling the same lie to every, like, table. You were that kid. I was that kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember telling everyone I had a Venus flytrap and just going around one day and just telling everyone. And your your uncle worked for Nintendo and you had a girlfriend in Canada. Yes. (laughs) That checks out. Okay, let's talk about Skinner. Oh, fuck. This is the fucking craziest part. So Skinner wakes up after the old has fucked him. Yeah. Um, and then he nutted again. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and his, like, gal is looking at him, but the rest of her body isn't looking at him. Yeah. Because her head is, like, ex- exorcisted. Yeah, she got the exorcisted. Fuck, that was 
crazy. There were a lot of genuinely pooky parts in this. Oh my god, that was, like, visceral. Yeah. And, like, because he netted. Yes. Oh god. Oh. (laughs) I need a minute. Um, uh, Now, my favorite part of this scene is when we see it, sort of the aftermath. Um... Of him nutting? No, of the the deadness. The dead, Um, yes. But basically the body has been taken away and Mulder's trying to get in there and find out the haps and Skinner doesn't want him there. And we see the outline of the body of the the victim. uh, Done in like black electrical tape on the white sheet. And it's got the body forwards and the head facing backwards and the little triangular cartoon nose. And you know they drew that nose bigger because they're like, we gotta make sure the audience knows. It needs to be very clear. That the head was backwards. (laughs) And so the pointy nose goes this away. So Mulder is in the situation where his former lover, uh, Walter Skinner, may have killed someone. Yes. (laughs) And... Number one, it was a woman. Yes. And number two, he has killed someone. And number three, uh, it is someone to whom he was making the love. He was making the love and he ejaculated. Yes. We can't be clear enough about this. <laughs> he well, did finish. He did. We saw it was on camera. Completion you guys. occurred. I mean, that's softcore porn. Yeah, that's like some Red Shoe Diary shit. Oh, God. I just got the spooks. <laughs> Not the first time. So, um, I do want to point out, again, this could have been a shitty, victim-blaming episode. But even the old white cop, FBI agent, who is covering this case and is is questioning Skinner, calls her the victim. Yeah. This is the victim, you know. He doesn't uh, start off by saying, oh, she was a sex worker. Well, I... Now, I will jump in and say I don't think he knew that at that point. Oh. So I shouldn't give this guy too much credit? Yeah. But when they do find that out, I don't... mm. No, they're, like, still relatively okay about it. Like, Scully says a a couple shitty things. Yeah, Scully does say a couple um, shitty things. You know, the language that they use is kind of typical of what you see on TV. Oh, yeah. Scully says... Oh, I didn't think this man was capable of going out and hiring a prostitute. Yeah, she calls him an otherwise stable man. Why yeah. would an otherwise stable man hire a... And it's like, okay, I think we can all just... I do... You know. No, I, I did like this episode, but I do want to point something out, guys. Yeah. Um, We tote Scully. I'm going to fucking ruffle some feathers. I feel like it. Okay. We tote Scully as the picture-perfect... Uh, scientist of feminism. Yeah. But she ain't. She says some shit sometimes. She, she does say some shit. Maybe, like, white feminism. Yeah. But she just, like, sex workers. And she's transphobic. Yeah. Transphobic. So, I mean, uh, your fave is problematic sometimes. Yeah. Our fave is Our prob- fave. Our well, fave is no, prob- our fave is Skinner. Our though. favorite is Walter Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> and we, guys, we did see him not. We cannot stress that we enough. Cannot stress that enough. <laughs> it's like this episode was made for us. I know. It's like they you know what? I think our I think what we got pooped. Yeah. You know why? We were expecting a shitty victim blaming anti-sex worker episode and we got Skinner nutting. Yeah. We got everything we could possibly imagine. And talking about Vietnam, like, yeah, he shit. just hit all our buttons. Now, he this is something buttons. we haven't said in a while and maybe have never said sincerely. Yeah. Thank you, Daddy. <gasps> hey, th- hey, Chris Carter. 
Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for you this gift. You give us something we like. Thank you. There she he's we're getting gaslighted, Allison. Oh, we absolutely are. <laughs> God damn it. Let's talk about um phosphorescence. Oh, yeah. So oh, I do have to point out uh Walter Skinner does practice safe sex. Yes. Because there was no um nut there was no <laughs> cream butter? Nut butter? Cummies? No, 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 no. There was none. There was, there was none. No, there were none. There were none. Cummies. No. I'm upset. I was waiting to say that word on this podcast, and it's been three, two seasons and 21 episodes. I just marked this down. You finally got me. I gotcha. Anyway, he practiced safe sex. But the weird thing is, um, so, uh, Scully is looking through the body. Yeah. Doing a body investigation, because she is a medical doctor. And she turns off the li- lights to go, and she's got something, he's got something, she's got something weird on her lips. Yeah, glowy around glowy, her lips. Glowy, glowy. Uh, and, uh, Scully says it's some kind of phosphorescence. And so, she- what did we think it was? Oh, we thought that that's just what that dick do now. That's what that robot dick do. Yeah, he went with some souped up options. <laughs> Got that undercarriage glow. Yeah. Oh, so boy. Uh, it's just like a special feature. <laughs> you don't need the UV black light. No. You just need to turn it off, baby. Yeah. Ooh. Just turn those lights off. It was up her nose, too. It was a little bit. <laughs> they got buck wild. They sure did. But. It, it, I mean, we've all been there. I mean, mm, up the nose, cummies? No. Um. Hey, though, I have a real question. Yes. What the fuck was that, though? Like, leaving our mythos aside, what the fuck was it? Oh, my God, you're right. What was it? That literally, they never explained. Miss <laughs> Carter, we said thank you to what? Yeah, what was it? They it's they can never find out. And then Scully says in the hearing that they don't she doesn't know what it could possibly be, but Mulder thinks it's like ghost cum and then <laughs> Allison. Can, Allison. Cummy. Thank you. <laughs> oh I need a shower. Um you know what I think it is? What? It's uh black ooze. Oh. Like what was coming out of cry check. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Eh? Eh? I'm tying it all together. I'm an X-Files fan. I remember past episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed. I know. I didn't. Someone give me a cookie. Someone just send me (laughs) something. Wow, these girls know what they're talking about. Oh, boy. Okay. Business is banging. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was Mulder. That was Mulder, and it was very bad. But we know he's shitty anyway. Yeah. They go and visit the escort service where the uh, victim worked. So she was a... um, like a... She was a secretary for A secretary at a law firm, and she also worked as an escort on the yes. side. Gotta make that money, honey. Gotta make that money. Uh, so the uh, the boss of the escort service was like, yeah, I'm gonna go visit her right now. And Mulder's like, she did. Oh, what does he say? He's like, I don't think she's gonna make that meeting or something like yeah. that. And it's just like, Mulder, a woman has a died. Woman has- Died. He also walks into this lovely apartment and says, "Wow, business is no." Scully, Scully says, "Business is booming," and, and Mulder says, like, "Business is banging." <laughs> Wank. Business be banging. Sex. Yeah, because that's what the people that work that's, there that's do. They're so that, sex workers. That's Mulder. the joke. You fucking tool. 
Ugh. Walter Skinner's too good for you. He is a little, yeah. He is too good for it's him. It's kind of the thing. Uh, this is also where one of them uh, says the code word for heterosexual sex. Uh, yes. Which is, um, they have made the transaction. Yeah. Is what They've made a transaction. Is, is what we call a sex between a male and a female. Yeah. when uh, Making a transaction. When the straights have. <laughs> the the straights they make transactions. <laughs> they make transactions. <laughs> hey, hey, baby, put in your PIN number. Make sure to cover it up so no one else sees. Uh, put one hand over that pad. Could I Could I get a tax form from this? I'm going to need a receipt. <laughs> baby, I'll give it to you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> in triplicate. <laughs> um, I... Mm, uh, I got something about robo. I got some robo dick jokes. I think we've covered those. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to talk about Courtney Cox. This Courtney Cox yes. situation. So, I do want to point out Skinner has probably killed a woman. Yes. But as far as we know, as far as we know, but with his robot dick. And mm-hmm. uh, but the police is they're still kind of gathering evidence. So I didn't realize this. If you fucking kill someone and they still don't have like an open and shut case you just free yeah i mean if it's bad enough they will like uh detain you but be- probably because he's the assistant director of the fbi they didn't that's still cray yeah it's pretty cray like he maybe potentially turned a woman's head all the way around so yeah. she could see her butt um but they still need a certain amount of evidence to anyway he free yeah but but he's like whacked out yeah he's but and so what's got Mulder and Scully whacked out is that he's not actively trying to defend himself yeah he doesn't want to take a polygraph test because i think the whole thing is he doesn't know what he has done yeah because of the old woman yeah in his dreams yeah who the... nutted him yes <laughs> who both nutted and pooped him so she, he is on the police steps and yeah. turns around and there's that scary old woman. Uh-huh. We're in a big red, like, jacket cape. And it is a jacket cape. It's like a wizard robe. It is. She is a wizard, a sorceress. <laughs> and so he's enchanted and goes to talk to her, but it's really his ex-wife, Courtney Cox. Yeah. But, like, 2017 Courtney Cox. 2017 Courtney Cox, who time-traveled back in time to be in this episode of The X-Files. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if the 1990s Courtney Cox was in an episode of The X-Files as well. Yeah. And I think that's a weird, like, time conundrum that we've got going on. Well, as long as they're not in the same episode and they don't meet. I guess so. Then you but what don't if, have your wormholes. What if you were, like, young Courtney Cox and you're watching that episode of The X-Files and you're like, oh, uh, hey, that, what? Mo- what? Mother? Mother? Mom? My mom? Mother, can you hear me? <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah, uh, we get the whole, like, rough details of their marriage. Yeah, Mulder is getting all the tea from his wife. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's this really awkward, like, so tell me. Because Sc- uh, Scully and Mulder didn't know he was they married. They did not know that Skinner was married. And we didn't either. Yeah. If you were to ask me, was he married to a woman, I would say no. Yeah. I'll say no. Maybe a couple flings in, in like, university, but no. Yeah. No. But, uh, so, I guess the whole thing is, she says, Courtney Cox says that, you know, they were, gro- they've been growing apart, and mm-hmm. there's no kind of, they have a loveless marriage, they were roommates, not married, so she's like, I'm done with him. Yeah. Um, and, but he's kind of not, I don't know. Yeah. Can't let it go. She also says to Mulder, you know, like, 
I've heard Walter talk about you. And oh, it, yeah. And it seems like he really respects you. And uh, Mulder's like, uh, yeah, he respected me on this table. He respected me in his office. He respected me in the bathroom. And he, he respected me in my office. He also really disrespected me right here. And just about everywhere else. <laughs> and she's like, cool. She's cool with that. <laughs> She's cool with it. She's cool with it. So, what we... Now, we gotta know, like, this episode of The X-Files is good in that it's very linear, and there's kind of one plot line. Yes, I found that very agreeable. But you know that spooky Moeller has to get his spooky in there. Yeah, he sure does. He brings out a book. He's like, let me get my succubus book. Let me talk to you about ghost cummies, Alice. All right. Oh! <laughs> There it is again. There it is. Poochia. Uh, so he brings out his book and shows Scully and says that... Oh, S- Scully reveals that Mul- er, Skinner. Skinner has been In seeing a shrimp. Therapy. Yeah, and he reports seeing an old woman kind of... Sitting on his chest and choking him. And choking him, but not in an erotic way. No. No, in a very non-consensual way. And so Mulder's like, well, duh, that's a succubus that's going yep. on. So, I don't, hmm, is the old, what, who, what is the old lady? Oh, we don't know. We don't know. We never know. God, the more I talk about this episode, the more something's like, what, but what about that? Yeah, there's a lot of things where it's like, now they make a very specific point of this at the end where Skinner's like, well, I'm not willing to talk about it. Yeah. So we see throughout the episode that he doesn't really know what this force is, but his feelings about it change throughout the episode. Yes, there is evolution. Which I do appreciate. I guess so. But yeah, no, it's never explained, so I don't know if it's something they're going to explore in the future. This, like, weird... I hope so, because that lady... Yeah, she's she was, good. She was great. She gave great face. Yeah. She gave great... She was spooky. I, I loved her. She pooked me a couple times. <laughs> she sure did. Um... So, we... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, after they talk about the succubus thing, um, Mulder, or Skinner, mm, Scully, mm. takes Mulder back to the morgue uh, and shows him the body um, uh, to tell him about the the phosphorescent lips. The robot cum. Yeah, the robot cum is what, yes. what that... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she says that it's retained light energy. Yeah. It's phosphorescence. Yeah. Phosphor... Phosphorus. Phosphorescence. Photosynthesis. Nope. Yep. Okay. What if he has a plant dick? <gasps> like a vine. That would be very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a porn out there like that. Because you know it's going to be growing. Oh. And then it... And then it's like, if you don't take it out, it just shrinks because it needs the light. <laughs> Needs to be aired out. <laughs> hey, baby, I need to water my plant. Pee on me. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't have to go there. I'm sorry, this is a wet and wild podcast. You're right, you're right. We have promised to be more wet and wild. And we are going to have to, okay, fine. So Skinner and... waters his plant dick with the urine of others. <laughs> fine, I'm on board. <laughs> are you? I don't think you're committing. <laughs> Boy. 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 This is, see, this is what happens when we get a gift like this. This is what happens when, in the first five minutes of an episode, we see our favorite character, Nut. <laughs> and I can't stress this enough. He nutted, you guys. We did see it happen. We, 
Why didn't anyone warn us? Yeah, this was the episode to warn us about. Like, We're too excited. We have been going through this, like, fucking quagmire of, a, of shitty episodes and, like, offensive, problematic episodes. And if someone would have, like, 20 episodes ago would have, like, just texted us, yo, guys, uh, Skinner nuts in this season, we'd be like, yes! Oh, excuse me? Can you please tell us, just tweet at us or email us, does Skinner nut again? Yeah, because that could be all that keeps us going. You can lie to us, too. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I'll watch all fucking nine seasons to see this man nut again. <laughs> so you're not wrong. I'll I'll do it as well. Now, can <laughs> we? I need to talk about my other favorite thing that we learned about Skinner in this episode. Please, uh, and that is that this man loves big lambs. He got he loves them big lambs because when we the next scene Fuck. we go to his apartment and he has about four big lambs like in the shot at one time you can count four big like just not even like ikea lamps but they've got the big base just like big thick lamps like you could kill a man with that lamp. oh absolutely smash it over his head and so that's really all i could pay attention to all the lamps was just all his big lamps so his wife and him have a conversation i don't know what they were saying because we're looking at his big lamps mm-hmm. um and he's just upset yeah i mean there's nothing really I else to say about like that about their relationship and stuff like, look at those lamps look at those this is also, after this conversation, uh, oh, this is the spooky part. Yeah. Skinner falls asleep because mm-hmm. he drank. He drank too much, and he's holding the picture, uh, his wedding picture, and he hears a fucking scream. Yes! Oh. And he looks in a mirror, and there's that woman, the old, yeah. like, like bleh, right there. He's giving her. And then he looks, and there's no one there. Mm-hmm. And he himself, like, smashed... The wedding photo? Yeah, but then there's someone at the door. Who's at the door? Uh, the, like, investigators. Oh, yeah, shit! Uh, and they said that his wife is gotten hurt they in said, an accident. They said, it's your wife, she's been in an accident, <gasps> and that was when I farted very loudly. Oh, yeah, that was great. Because <laughs> I gasped, and you f- you reverse gasped. <laughs> the gasp. <laughs> Left my body. You gasped so so hard. I was so I was so it, pooped that it came out the other end. <laughs> that I took it in my mouth and then I just popped it out the other end. And that's when I knew we were destined to be podcast sisters forever. <laughs> so that was the funniest moment I've ever heard. Anyway, a woman has died. Out yeah. Of okay. So well, no, she didn't. No, she hasn't. No, no she didn't. She's just in a coma. Oh, she's in Tacoma. Oh, I. Mm, nope. Uh, I also want to mention, not only did we see uh, Walter Skinner's big lamps, yeah. we also see all his tiny watch. Yeah, he does have a very small watch. Like a child's watch. Yes, yeah, And it may be because his forearms are very big and, and beefy. He is, and uh, I just have to mention, all episode, his chest is just like red and raw and meaty. Fuck. Hairy and meaty. Yeah. And he got that button unbuttoned. Oh, he got a big steak in a, there. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> this is a gift. <laughs> we needed this. We needed this. We really did. Um. <laughs> now I have an, my next line I have written down in my nose, Allison, and I need you to talk us through this is kiss for daddy. Yes! Can you, can you, uh, tell us about that? So Mulder 
Uh, and Skinner are talking in a room. I think this is the point at which Skinner has been fired. Um, yes. Uh, Skelly did a very bad job in the hearing of trying to get him off. Well, um, I mean, there's only there's only one person that can do that. Oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, so we see Mulder and Skinner talking in a room, and um, in like a in like an, an investigation investigation room, room um, or interrogation room or what have you. Yeah. And they're talking, and um, Skinner is like finally starting to open up to Mulder because Mulder says, "You've got to trust someone." Yeah, which is weird because Mulder always says, "Don't trust Just anyone." Trust no one. But for Skinner, for Skinner, you gotta, you gotta um, trust. Someone. So Skinner starts talking about his wife, and he says, "Like we started, I started seeing her again." And Mulder's like, "Again?" Because <laughs> uh, he's still upset. Yeah. Um, and then Skinner starts to go into this monologue about like his time in Vietnam. Fuck, Fuck it was so good, you guys. It was really good. It was really good. And we don't like monologues. It was very we good. We fucking love Vietnam stories. Yeah, Jesus. I, like he was 18, you guys. Yeah. And he was like, he did something. He, he, was, he was no choir boy. He was no choir boy. He did a lot of drugs. Yeah. And then he said he was dying and he was cut in a hundred places. Yeah. And this old woman, he saw her and she lifted him into his, her arms and so carried him away from the light. Is she, like, is she, uh... Touched by an angel? Touched by an angel. Did he, was he touched by he, an I angel? I think he was touched by an angel. Did the angel help him out in the nutting department? <laughs> it seems that way. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the best part about this scene, besides the Vietnam monologue, is that for the whole thing, Mulder and Skinner are just getting closer and closer oh, and God. closer in the face. Just in the facial area. They're just real close. Uh-huh. Just getting right up on like each other. Like, if we were that close, I would say, okay, we need to stop. Yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> we would be like, but, this is too close. So they're so, so close. And then we get... And basically, Mulder is saying... You know, if this woman that you keep seeing has rescued you, instead of running away, maybe you should kind of trust her. Yeah, which is great advice. Which is, I guess. About a mysterious old About woman a ghost. That you see when you nut. Yes. I mean, does he need her to nut? <gasps> what if he does? Maybe he does. Because Vietnam messed him up so Maybe much. that's what he's, what he's scared about when he's with Mulder. <gasps> oh. It's all coming together. Anyway. I want to get to the best part of this. Okay. So they've kind of finished their conversation, and they're, like, their noses are touching, and their lips are, like, just, like, they're getting ready. They could just, just, they just, at any time. And it's a fucking smash cut to the smoking man outside watching these two. Yeah. So we just scream, kiss for daddy. Just kiss for daddy. Ugh. Because as you and I know, listeners, uh, the Smoking Man, a.k.a. the ghost of Ronald Reagan, he is the head of Mulder's da- daddy agency, mm-hmm. and he uh, probably fired Walter Skinner at one point. Yeah. From the daddy That's agency. That's why he's a freelance daddy he's a, Walter Skinner is a freelance daddy. And uh, basically the Smoking Man's arch enemy. Yeah. Yes. All checks out. Anyway, they did not kiss for daddy. No. <sighs> a shame. I mean, maybe they did off camera. Mm. <laughs> want to talk about the car yes do you okay. remember what happened about the car the car i do so Mulder and skelly go to look at skinner's car which ostensibly is the one that hit sharon skinner's wife you remember her name well yes i do why i said it many times okay well i mean <laughs> um and uh there's yeah they could see scraping on it and then Mulder says I'm going to take this evidence, and he cuts off the airbag. Now, I don't know if he was allowed to take that evidence. <laughs> I 
would suspect not. I don't think they're even on the case, but they're sure doing a lot of things like they are. So what he did is he takes the uh, the bag, the foam bag thing. What is it called? Airbag. Airbag. And they, he gives it to our favorite lab tech, Charlie Scully. Charlie Scully. That is Charlie Scully. It is Charlie Scully. In our mythos, that yeah, is Charlie that's Scully. who it is. <sighs> you know what? We craft a lot of mythos. Can't you just give me this one Okay, mythos? it's Charlie Scully. Okay, he wants to fuck his sister. Fine. What? No, no, not that part, you oh. weirdo. Well, you only get the whole thing. Fine. He wants to fuck his sister. Now the tables have turned. <laughs> uh, so what he does is like, what's that fucking Jesus shroud? The Shroud of Turin? Yeah, the Shroud mm. of Tur- Turin. He he shrouds of Turin's it. Yeah, he does. You get the imprint. He gets a face print. Do we recognize this face? No. It's not of Jesus. No. It's not. It's not. Je- yeah, Jesus took the wheel. Nailed it. <laughs> Jesus knows that Mulder and Skinner is destined to be together. Yeah. So he took Sharon out. <laughs> That'd be a flip. That would be a flip. Um... We don't recognize this man. No. I don't know if we're meant to recognize this man. Well, it's... I mean, he looks kind of like a... Just like a big puffy face. He he looks like a... Well, so this whole thing... You gotta remember, Walter Skinner was... Tried to be assassinated by the... (laughs) What? Walter Skinner tried to be assassinated? Yeah, he tried to be assassinated. Right? Correct? I don't... Yeah, yeah, no, he he really wanted to be assassinated. But they didn't. He they got sh- his dick they shot. They shot his dick off. And that was by the same person who assassinated uh, Melissa Scully, right? Yes. Um, Krychek's partner. Krychek's partner. Now, I don't... Th- this isn't the same guy. No. The other guy died? No, this is... Yeah, um... But it's by the same people. Yeah. So... What yeah, the other guy got shot in that alleyway. Oh yeah, Scully shot him. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, we guys, know what's going guys, on. we know what's going on in the X Files. <laughs> Don't treat us like children. We fucking know. So this guy works for the same. He's another assassin, I guess, by the same people. Yeah, probably by the Ghost President organization. Yeah, presumably. Uh, and uh, so what Mulder says is they can't try to assassinate Skinner again because that's too obvious. Yeah. Um, so they got to frame him for moiters. They got to frame him for moiters. <laughs> Two of them. Two moiters. <laughs> uh, and I guess, so that's, I mean, that was the setup, right? Yeah. Um, but the police don't have enough evidence really to, they're building evidence. They're building they evidence. So, um... Skinner goes to the hospital. The hopsicle. Yeah. Uh, to have some pisciotti. Okay. <laughs> some okay, Jeffy from Family Circus. <laughs> tone it down. Uh, he goes to the hospital to see his wife. His wifey. Who's in a coma. Yeah. Um, and... And he gets pooped. Yeah. By the he, old lady. He, like, has a really heartfelt talk with her about why he wanted... Why he can't sign the papers... Uh, and then he just gives her a little on the forehead. Yeah. And then her, And then she dies. Yeah. Her <laughs> monitor goes all crazy. Skinner has a death kiss. Yes. As we saw recently. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, and then, yeah, so he looks at her and it's the old lady. Yeah. And he looks like he's like real pooped, but then he goes towards her. 
Yeah, and, and she's then, like, I have to tell you something. Well, it turns back into Sharon, and Sharon is awake, and she says, I have to tell you something. Okay, so we're going to pause that, because we got to backtrack. Because oh, that's my rewind noise. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep, beep. That's what it should be. No, that's not. That's Tim Allen. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't, I, wait, I don't know how to rewind. That's okay. Okay, well, we'll work on it. <laughs> we got, like, seven more seasons, right? Yep. So... Uh, this is where uh, a problem of mine is Mulder putting a uh, mm, non-police entity in doing police work. Yeah, putting them directly in danger. Yeah, yes. So they contact one of the women who worked or, with... Well, no, they're going to talk to Lorraine, who is the madam. And she's dead. She's dead. And so they talked to another woman who worked with the madam and with the girl who died at the beginning. Yeah. And basically they're like, do you recognize this airbag? <laughs> yes. And she's like, yes, I do. I know, that's so strange. I do. I do. <laughs> um, and they have her call the airbag guy mm-hmm. and set up a meeting. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, you guys. The airbag guy is watching them. Yeah, he's looking straight up in that diner so window. So Mulder put her in needlessly in danger. Yeah. Really, really. Trying to set something up, but the setup's on him. The setup's on him. So they go to the... They set up a meeting with in a hotel room, and Mulder is waiting for this airbag guy, to, for an airbag to walk in. I guess he's waiting for a car to, like, drive right through. Yeah, and then I mean, the airbag, like, explodes out the friend window, and he's like, oh, here. <laughs> it's me, the airbag. Is that, hey, Allison. Yes. Is an airbag, is that a car nutting? Could you? It absolutely is. Okay, good. Because I got nutted on twice by a car. (laughs) How would you describe the Uh, experience? Not great. It broke my hand. (laughs) And and also, it broke my heart. (laughs) A car nutted on you so hard. Like, it was consensual. Like, I wanted my life saved, but it hurt. It hurt. (laughs) A car nutted on you and it broke your heart. It broke my heart and my hand and also my third rib. Oh, no. So, you know. (laughs) So we're all having a hard time. I mean, it was kinky. I'm not gonna, I mean. (laughs) Sounds pretty kinky. Sounds hot. Sounds hot. I guess that's, like, what it would be like with Skinner's robot dick. Yes. Right? Yeah. You get the car parts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's <laughs> You're weary. The guy, the airbag guy does not, I was going to say he doesn't come, but that is, um. Just already so many things. He doesn't arrive. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't, <laughs> well, it's not no. any better. Uh, um, he doesn't show up. No, he doesn't show up. That's my show. <laughs> uh, he doesn't show up. Uh, but he does show up to the room where the lady and, uh, Scully are kind of waiting. Yeah. And he's got a gun. He's got a gun. And guess who else got a gun, though? Skinner. Skinner. And he just pops in that bathroom, and he's like, bang, bang, bang. And the smoking gun. They have his smoking gun. It's actually quite good. Fuck. I nutted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so, I guess, via that, he's cleared? Yeah. Because I guess they're like, well, we got the smoking gun here, and also the airbag guy. So, case cleared. Done. Done. Perfect. Donezo. Good. Yeah, that was, it was a bit of a weird ending. And then, uh, basically the end is kind of Scully and Mulder in Skinner's office, um, talking about how he's reinstated, and then Mulder tells him, like, well, how did you know to be at the hotel? And Skinner said, you know, I'm, 
I'm not prepared to put down what I believe in an official report. And Mulder says, well, can't you just say it to me, to my face? Can't your lips just say it to my face? To my lips? Can you open up to me, Mr. Skinner? Wait, that reminds me of Principal Skinner, and that's weird. Oh, you mean... Well... Armin Tanzarian? Yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, Skinner's like... Wait, who? Please leave. Armin Tanzarian was the... There's an episode of Simpsons, and yeah. it's revealed that Pr- Principal Skinner's real name is Armin Tanzarian. Oh, Jesus, was, that was a real big... And he says, up yours children, and rides away on a motorcycle. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Deep cuts! Deep cuts! <laughs> so, it... We... Skinner, guys, is a... He's a conundrum. Yeah, because then he he's reaches... A, he's a conundrum? No. Yeah? Okay, Yeah, fine. okay, good, but good, But he good. reaches into his drawer, and he pulls out his wedding ring, and he puts it back on. And we're like, Skinner, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. But you know, sometimes you just gotta take the long way around to get there. To get where? I mean, you gotta reach around. Yeah. You gotta... You gotta reach all the way around <laughs> to be able to get down your feelings. Get, yeah. Checks out. Yeah. That's what I... That's what's written on my wedding ring. You know what I think the lesson... <laughs> Of this episode is? Please tell me. I think what Skinner learns is that if you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? This is the second Dre Grace reference we have made in two episodes. Yes! Okay. Well, we're gonna leave skin of my teeth. <laughs> we're gonna leave him. We'll probably come back to him, right? Oh, absolutely. I want more Skinner. This is a great... Now, can I tell you a fun fact about this episode? Yeah, please. Uh, the concept for this episode was actually come up with by David Duchovny, because he wanted a break. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Oh, my God! He has a story by credit on it, and then it was written by Howard Gordon. Oh, my God. He just wanted... He just like, wanted why don't we do a Skinner episode so that I can go to Ibiza? I could just get... I could just get effed up in Ibiza. <laughs> Jesus! Yeah. That makes this episode even better. Guys, David Duchovny hates the X-Files. <laughs> yeah, I think he does! And he hates... Guys, this is only season three, and he fucking hates what he's doing. And he's gonna do it for another seven episodes. So it's, uh, seven seasons, so it's gonna get even more worse. It's gonna get... Oh, that's oh fucking... Mwah, I love it. Mwah, I wanna eat it up. <laughs> God. Yes. Good. Love it. Let's rate it. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. Uh, five is I can't sleep at night. One is I want a nap. The old woman in the mirror with the lamps pooked me. She pooked you hard. I got the chills. I got a case book. Uh, case book? Case, case file. I got, I got the creeps. Yeah. Is what I'm you got a textbook say. case of the creeps. Textbook. That's what yeah. I'm saying. A case file episode of the creeps. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give it a mm, mm, three. Oh. Because I had a real visceral, like, Ooh. Yeah, you did. I Ooh. saw it happen. And then you farted, so. Yes. I mean. That affected things. It did. It did. Maybe that's what pumped it up from a 2.5. <laughs> what do you rate on? I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one to Excelsius Day, uh, which means it's awful and bad, and one means perfect love it. Uh, and I'm actually also going to give this a three. Wow. Yeah. Guys! There were parts of it I really liked. We have been on the 8 train and the 9 train for a long time. Yeah. Dipping below 5 is a miracle. It's, you know, it gets some points taken away for, like, the shitty comments here and there, the things they did say about sex workers, like, yeah. that obviously 
there was the word stuff. the hooker used once. At yeah, least once, and yeah. like just what Scully said and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, fucking Scully. Uh, you know, some classic like X-Files-isms of yeah. like, why was her face glowing and all that. Yeah. But, you know, the I think the work that was done um, with Skinner uh, was really enjoyable. Thank, hey, David DeCovney, take more breaks. Yeah. Just, you deserve it, buddy. Just take a vacay. Just take a vacay. Work on your album. Like, it's so chill. It's fine. Mitch has got you covered. <laughs> Get that voice some more screen time. <laughs> hey, we got some uh, Space Cadet emails. Yeah. Let's read them. There is no postmark, no return address. Where is this mail from? Is it from outer space? Yes, it's from outer space. Thank you, aliens. So, friends. Yeah. We have been... Uh, um, um. We've been... We've been naughty. I mean, no, we have... No. We've Us? been real. Yeah. We've been sometimes too real. Well, yeah, okay. Too real. Um, we... Uh, we realize that this is uh, X. The X Files is a favorite TV series for a lot of people, for mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm, lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually spend most of our hours podcasting, fucking shitting all over it. Yep. And and you know what? I don't know for good reason sometimes. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we were like, hey guys, you know what? If you're super duper fans of the X-Files, can you write to us and, and tell us what you think about that? And we did have a bunch of emails, um, from Space Cadet, uh, Laura. Um, now I do have to say, I do have to give Laura props because Laura is one of our snail mail members. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to look at what a snail mail member is, what is on with that, you can go to patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 a month gets you a piece of mail from Allison and I every single month. Yeah. Uh, this month is probably, like, super uh, cheap Valentine's Day candy that I have. Nice. From the from Canada. From Canada. But next month, like I said, we're going to P-Land. And well, we're going to go to P-Land. We'll probably find something real cool for you. Yeah. Come pick up some weird books or something. Some weird, just some weird pee stuff. Um... So Laura from Texas writes, listening to your Jose Chung episode and hearing you call out uh, the writing for using rape uh, for unfunny jokes on top of all your commentary about the racist shit this show has been has been pulling all season. Um, I just needed to get my act together and send you another email of love and praise. I hope no one is actually giving you shit for hating the show. Uh, well, people do. Uh, like... Uh, I get the nostalgia. I lived and breathed this show as an embarrassing teenager with obviously questionable taste. Aw, honey. You ladies let me relive some of that nostalgia while also fully embrace all the problems I didn't see as a kid. Uh, and if you're doing it hyster- and you are doing it hysterically. Aww. Aww. I mean, we're okay. We're I hope you enjoyed all the cummy jokes, Laura. <laughs> uh, honestly, about choked when Skinner was called the hottie with a naughty body. So did Allison. Uh, <laughs> And all your robot dick daddy agencies and titular alien canon makes this retrospectively awful show lovable in an entirely new, albeit ridiculous, context. Uh, yay. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, thank you, Laura. That thank you so good. much. And thank you for being part of our Snowman Club. I hope all those other people um, 
join too. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. Why don't we have, uh, we have another email too. Why don't you read it? Yeah, okay, so this email is from Nao, a long-time listener, and, uh... Oh yeah, Nao's awesome. Yeah, Nao's great. Yeah. She writes, uh, regarding Jose Chung, uh, I laugh every time you two talk about people hyping an upcoming episode, because my mind instantly goes to identify all of the things you'll find problematic. I love it. Uh, she says, it's a shame because some things are funny slash good, as you point out, but I totally understand why the shitty bits taint the good stuff. Uh, I basically take little bets with myself and come up with my predictions of what you'll hate. I love how Nao has their own, like, prediction. Yeah. Double (laughs) X-Files. That's, like, meta. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I do want to say that we have been warned by other, um, by, like, Laura, too, but other space cadets that, um, mm, Brace yourself, there are more, quote-unquote, comedic episodes that center around rape. Oh, boy. But hopefully we get Skinner nutting as well. Yeah, if Skinner nuts, I feel like... Guys, can you email us at Skinner nuts again? Please. Please. Off camera or on. Yeah. We'll take it. I would consider this episode on camera. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, we saw him nut. Anyways, if you want to email us, please, please do doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. What else can we? Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter at doublexfiles, Facebook at doublexfiles, and Tumblr at book yeah, doublexfiles. And we're on Instagram too. Oh yeah, as doublexfiles. And we post photos of the things that we eat and the things that we see. The things that, well, that's what Instagram is for. So. That's what I've been told. Yep. <laughs> what do we do next? Now we do our predictions. Ooh, yeah. So it's my turn to predict. It is. And I gotta lowball it. You gotta you gotta lowball it. You gotta get them sweaty testicles just swinging on the ground. I gotta get these balls as low as I can get them. Holy moly. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Allison. Yeah. Season three. Episode 22 is Quagmire. Oh, boy. Like the Pokemon? No, that's Quagsire. No, it's like the Eureka's Castle monster. The what? Eureka's Castle. What's that? What? It was a magical land with puppets at Allison. Oh, that sounds amazing. And there was a creature named Quagmire, I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, well, for me, Quagmire makes me think of Swamp. Yup. So I'm going to say, if we're going lowball. We sh- and we are. I'm going to say Swamp Monster. Tell me more about the Swamp Monster. I think a Swamp Monster is stealing children. Ooh. Where? Like, what's going on? Tell me more about it. Tell me more. Ooh, I think it's in the bayou. Oh, yes. (laughs) Do they eat beignets? Oh, they they eat so many beignets. And etouffee? (laughs) And etouffee. I think a swamp monster in the bayou is stealing children. And and then when they actually find uh, the swamp monster, they realize that actually the children like 
living with the swamp monster. But, um, and then David Duchovny is like, no, you can't take the swamp monster. It owns these orphan children now. Wait, Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. The swamp monster is adopting children? Yes, orphan children. Mm -hmm. And so they think the children are going missing, um, but really the swamp monster is adopting them. Uh, And then Mulder, you know, tries to advocate for the swamp monster. Um, Would he, though? Yeah, because then the government shoots it. Oh. And then he's like, no, she was so beautiful. Okay, so I'm going to give you a half point for uh, Swamp Monster Cryptid in the Water. Okay. I'm going to give you another half monster for... Half monster. Half... <laughs> I'm going to give you a half chub for... Um... Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, what, like children? Missing children? No. Yeah. 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 Or bayou. No, I'll give no, you that. yeah, you already said water. Um, how about, like, misunderstood creature? Do you want the children part or the misunderstood creature part? I think misunderstood creature part, because I feel like that always centers around uh, creature episodes. Okay, so misunderstood creature. Oh, fuck, you might clean this up. Misunderstood creature that looks evil, but is, also, but is really good. Mm-hmm. And this creature is a water-type Pokemon creature. Yeah. Yes. Done. Gotta get those donuts. Okay. Gotta get the D-nuts from P-Land. Well, I'm gonna D-nut out of (laughs) here. And I'm gonna P-Land. No, I don't know. Nope. Nope. Until next time, the truth is out out there. there. See, I googled a picture of Quagmire. It's that orange thing with two eyes. It's really cute. And that's Bob. Okay. I love Eureka's Castle.